Blooming Beauties Podcast, episode number 11. Hi, and welcome to Blooming Beauties Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Kim, your host. Our studio phone number is 312-957-7087. For those of you who are new to my show, here's a little bit about me and why I'm podcasting. I'm coming to you from the Chicagoland area. I have a heart for people and I really want to make a difference for others. I sell skincare, health, and wellness products, and my clients often ask me great questions about how to care for their skin or how to be more healthy. I thought this would be a good forum to help people. Each week I'll offer a different topic. I do want to be clear and say that I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to give medical advice or diagnose medical conditions. I'm using this podcast not to sell you products, but to bring you information. I believe we are our own best advocates for our health. I think it's important for us to acquire knowledge that allows us to ask better questions and expect better answers from our healthcare providers. We should be more in charge of our own health, and I hope I can help you with that here. It's Thanksgiving week this week, and I have family members visiting me from out of town. Uh, So I've been enjoying family this week, and I'm looking forward to the Thanksgiving holiday. And as I was thinking about Thanksgiving, of course, it seemed appropriate for me to um, do something on the show that had to do with Thanksgiving. So I'm actually going to read something. I've been reading a book by Joyce Rupp. She's the author, and the book is called Fresh Bread and Other Gifts of Spiritual Nourishment. And there's 12 chapters in the book, one for each month, and she has a chapter on November, and that's the chapter that I wanted to read because it was really touching for me, and um, so that's what I've been thinking about this week, and I thought I would read that for you. So it starts November, Thanksgiving Day, Harvest Times, Awareness of Blessings, Gratitude for Gifts. It is significant and necessary for us to ponder deeply all that we have been given, If we reflect quietly and honestly, we can be almost overwhelmed by all that is ours. God has been very generous. None of the gifts has been earned. God gives all gifts freely. Even Jesus is an abundant free gift to us. God is lavish in love, generous in the outpouring of goodness. This great generosity can draw us to look at our own generosity. How generous have we been with others in our lives? Are we people who freely give of our treasures? Do we yearn to have the heart of our God, the one who lavishes love upon us freely? Do we cherish deeply all that we are and all that we have been given? Do we hold that love with open hands, allowing it to be readily available to others, or do we clutch it to ourselves in fear that we might lose it? I've noticed something happening in our world at an ever more intense level. It scares me. Many people experience economic problems that do not seem to go away, yet others have begun to clutch things to themselves. It seems so easy to allow a quiet greed to smother the generosity of our hearts. People seem afraid that they will not have enough. But how much is enough? Do we need all the collections, electrical gadgets, the extra snacks, and the other things that we have come to use regularly? What is enough? We seem to feel that we just do not have enough. We are busy shopping, buying, searching for bargains and sales. What is the difference between having what we need and having what we want? What is the point at which a person becomes generous? This feeling of not having enough stretches over into other dimensions of our existence. When we clutch material things to our hearts, we also begin to cling to the things of the spirit. 
Life, love, and time are three of our greatest gifts, yet it is so easy to be stingy and clutch them to ourselves. The more time we spend on the material aspects of our lives, the less life, love, and time we will have to share with others. And so we begin to say, I'm sorry I haven't been to see you, I've just not had the time. Or I can't help out with that, my calendar is much too full. We must always balance giving and receiving. Yet if our scheduling and our decisions mainly center on ourselves and if we rarely have time for others, perhaps we are hanging on too tightly to our own blessings. Perhaps we have become scared that there won't be enough life, love, and time left for us. A generous heart freely gives and can live without some of the material things we think are so desperately needed. A a generous heart is also one that can give freely of the greater non-material gifts such as compassion, understanding, patience, and forgiveness. Giving freely means that we give with no strings attached, that we give without counting the cost. How many times have we heard ourselves or others say, I'm not sending them a card, they didn't send us one last year, or I'm not going to give him a present, he never acknowledged the one I gave him, or I'm not going to help with that volunteer project, no one ever appreciates all the hours that go into it, or have they ever done anything for us? In being generous, we do need to take care of ourselves and to give ourselves the gifts of life, love, and time. Yet there is such a fine line between being self-centered and in being self-loving and caring well for self. I have often struggled with this tension. I see it often in the lines of my journals. Not so long ago I wrote, and this is Joyce Rupp reading from her journal. Yesterday the geese and ducks at the pond gathered around my feet as I fed them. They were so excited and pressed in closely, flying, quacking, honking, and begging to be fed. Somehow the story of Jesus and bread seemed so much more real as I reached out with the crumbs to those begging creatures. I thought of how often I feel eaten up by others, constantly being called on to give and to share what I have and who I am, and how I miss the beauty of being able to be food, to be the nourishment for them. The Christ in me will always be food for others, even when I think the cupboard of my heart is bare. He will sustain me and renew my weary, empty heart with new life and giftedness. So she continues to write, In the midst of this struggle between generosity and self-centeredness, I have come to believe with all my heart that we need not fear to be generous. If our priorities regarding life, love, and time are centered on the gospel, our needs will be met. Anne Frank once wrote, No one has ever become poor by giving. God does provide. Generosity encourages us to rely on God. I have learned this through my own experiences of giving and receiving. One Christmas, uh, Joyce writes, I decided to give away some of my treasures, items I had hung on to and valued because of the givers. As I slowly gave these gifts away, I noticed that almost every one of them returned to me in some form. A candle or plant or poster would soon be back in another color or shape. One day I gave a not yet worn sweater to some people whose home had been destroyed by fire. The next day, a belated Christmas gift arrived at my door, and yes, it was a sweater. Many times since, I have experienced similar miracles of giving and receiving. They continue to convince me that no one ever becomes poor by giving. This has also been true of gifts of the heart. I recall once when I was pressed for time, but I took the half hour for prayer anyhow. When I returned from the Eucharist, my phone was ringing. Someone was calling me to tell me that the workshop for the evening had been canceled. I was suddenly given a whole evening in return for my half hour of time shared with the Lord. This happens over and over with human friendship too. I offer it and find it is returned a hundredfold. I give compassion and receive it in abundance at those moments when I am most in need. 
These experiences of giving and receiving have helped me believe more firmly in generosity and have deepened my desire to be more open-handed. Still, I continue to struggle with my selfishness. My heart still clutches and hangs on at times. I occasionally regret and begrudge my giving of time and hesitate before sharing a thing I value, like a good book that might not be returned. I believe in generosity and I believe that our hearts are meant to be like those of our generous God, the one who lavishes us with so many good gifts. November is a good time to remember and to thank this generous God. It almost seems to be an appropriate season to reflect on our gifts and the call to share them gratefully. So Joyce um, asks us to consider some of these things. She says, take time each day to pray the prayer of open hands. Just be in prayer with your hands open, palms up. Let the attitude of your heart be one in which you freely place in your open hands all the gifts you've been given by God, knowing that you can give away any of these gifts and trusting that God will provide what you need. Take time to reflect on the people of your life who are special gifts to you. Choose one who might need to hear your appreciation and affirmation. Write that person a letter of thanksgiving. Give away something material that you cherish and hold dear. Give it away with no strings attached. Give away something non-material that you cherish and hold dear. Give it away with no strings attached. As you reflect on all the ways that God has been generous to you and as you give away some of what you cherish and hold dear, may your heart grow in the wisdom that no one ever becomes poor by giving. And that was, I think I, I'll i mention it again just in case. Um, that book is by Joyce Rupp and it's called Fresh Bread and Other Gifts of Spiritual Nourishment. And it's the November chapter that starts on page 139. So I hope that uh, perhaps there might have been something meaningful um, for you in that. I She's one of my favorite authors. I really enjoy her writing. So I close today's show wishing you all a happy and joyful Thanksgiving. I'm cooking at home this year. And I also wanted to let you know I will not be doing a podcast until the first weekend in December so that I can enjoy my family. So grace and peace to all of you. I hope you got something worthwhile from today's podcast, and I hope you'll join me for the next show. My plan is to give you simple tips that will allow you to live better, and I owe it to you, my listeners, to follow my own advice, so I'm challenging myself to do just that. I would not be able to do this without the technical genius of my husband or the creative genius of my daughter, and I continue to be very grateful for all of their help and their support. If you have any questions or want to hear a specific topic on my podcast, please call me or email me. I'd love to hear from you. You can contact me at 312-957-7087 or email at bbpodcast at live.com. I might even use your question on my next show. You can also find me at bbpodcast.com, which is my website. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of you. Lord willing, I will be with you on my next show. Have a joyful, healthy week, and let's live beautifully. Simple information to help you live beautifully and bloom where you are.